0: Welcome back guys to the This is Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn and my co-host is
1: Rolly Vogues.
0: And our special guest today is Anna Maze. Hey, Anna Maze. <laughs> and we're gonna start off with yes. taking a shot.
2: Shout of Tequila. Yes, Started off right. Yeah. <laughs> she has let's, let's get
1: P in the in the, <laughs> yeah, in the you, shot too.
2: Yeah. Shout out P super P in the building. Outside yes, sir. outside. outside. <laughs> cheers. Right,
0: Thank cheers. you for joining us. Thank you. No chaser. Okay, but whose idea was this? (laughs)
2: Um. I think it was mutual. (laughs) 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 They
1: had a long day out in the sun.
2: Oh, yeah. Out in
1: Houston, man. It's too hot out here. It's
2: exhausting. Like, just being out in the sun. So, where I'm from, I'm from D.C., and we're not used to seeing so much sky. Yeah. Like, there's just so much of it. Um, back home, it's just, like, a lot of buildings and things like that. It's very busy. But I do love coming down here to Texas because it, it just allows me to appreciate life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Honestly, I was telling I was telling Evelyn that I used to think you were from Houston. I don't yeah. know why. A lot I don't of know. people think that. For real? Yeah. But you're out here a lot? Or yeah. I mean, I was why? over
2: the years. Um, I used to go by a different artist name years ago. And so um, I, ha- I was signed to like an independent label out here. And um, so I was always going back and forth doing videos and things like that.
1: Okay. But. I was going to ask you about that because I have you on my phone as Anna Marie. Did oh, you, that you? was
2: like, yeah, that was right before Anna
1: Okay. Yeah. And then, but I know of you from AO Smiley. Yes okay and then yeah. i told her i was like oh yeah
0: because when i mean he would talk to me about you you know and then when he said that that was your name before i'm like oh okay i know
2: like i didn't That's know it was so the crazy. same it's so crazy to me how many of you guys like yeah. know me as ale smiley like it's crazy like it's been so many years it's been like what almost nine some years I don't
1: know. it's been a long yeah, it's, time
0: no i think it's been like way more than that because the real because i remember that i used to work at like a state farm and I had told him that some guy came in there and he was talking about you and like some other guy and he was trying to like I don't know what it was and I don't know if he was a manager or what. Remember I told you about mm-hmm. it?
1: Mm, I think so.
0: And I was like, oh yeah, this guy came in here talking about like about you and some other guy and then I was just and he's like, oh yeah, you know whatever, whatever. But that was like 2012. Yeah, that was very early. Yeah. Very, very
2: early.
1: Are you are you able oh, to yeah. talk about like the? who you were signed to and stuff or not
2: um i'd rather not drop their name but we could talk about you know
1: okay No, i was just gonna ask like how all that works like as far as being an artist like being signed and all that like for the people who don't know like how do how do they even approach you or how do you like you have to have a lawyer to look through contracts and stuff or what
2: oh definitely um i think with any kind of contracts you should always have a lawyer you know look it over make notes and stuff because a lot of the time these companies are looking out for their best interests versus the artists, you know, and you kind of you definitely want to have that balance. You want to make sure that you're taking care of, too that there's ways to get out of the contract because that's always an issue, too. You know, a lot of labels try to trap you, shelf you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like being in a toxic relationship, right? It's like it's like saying, I want to be with you, but I'm not going to, like, treat you like my girl. I'm not going to claim you for real, but I don't want you with nobody else. You know, it's like yeah. one of those kind of situations that can be very unfortunate. No, yeah, if they see the talent, but they want it for
0: themselves, but yeah. they don't want to, like, yeah. show it. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. And it's very unfortunate, you know... Um, You know, because a lot of a lot of the time, a lot of people don't even and even like a lot of big labels, they don't even want to invest in artists anymore, Mm -hmm. especially artist development. You know, because with social media, we kind of just blow up on our own.
1: And you're developing yourself. Exactly.
2: And so labels don't they don't want to do the work no more. They they want you to do it, but they want to take that piece. And yeah, they'll give you funding if the timing and everything is right. But it's like other than that, you got to do the work yourself. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, we had Steve-O Valdez. He's like a super producer here in Houston and stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. he was like he, how you said, like they shelf you and stuff like that. Like he was talking about that. And he pretty much said that like like a lot of artists like look, look at labels like that because look labels in a bad light because they shelf you. But that most of the times they shelf you because there's nothing to push or there's no music, there's no fan base. So they can't. They could create a fan base for you, but it's kind of mostly like on the artist's responsibility. You know what I mean?
2: And it puts so much pressure on an artist, you know, you know, for example, me being an independent artist, I've had to learn how to manage myself, how to market myself, how to do all these extra things that a label is supposed to provide for me, you know, and it's so stressful because I want to be able to focus on the music, the fun stuff, you know, preparing, you know, to release or, you know, to perform and things like that. But it's just, it's so hard to just focus on that because I have to do majority of the work. And luckily enough, I do have a group of, you know like-minded individuals i have a producer mark henry i have mixed by jams he does my mixes and mastering i have my girl portia who does my graphics and cover art and i have super p who does my visuals so we're definitely building from the ground up you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so
0: but since you you're not signed right now right no so since you're not but you're doing most of the work you'll get more i mean me honestly whenever he brings like creatives like to the podcast like i'm like at level zero, like, I have no knowledge, right? So mm-hmm. I'm guessing, like, um, whenever since you were, like, not signed, you get all the profit to yourself, right?
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. It definitely... Um, I'm way more in control over the creativity and when it comes to the business, too. Um, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So That's I guess in a way,
0: it's, like, you're... Um, the work you put in is what you're getting in return in a way. Yeah,
2: it, it definitely helps with uh creating value yeah. to me and my brand to be able to put all of us in a better position, you know, where we can start doing payouts and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. So it's it's a lot better. Especially if I were to at some point get a major deal, you know, I can definitely ask for more because I created so much on my own mm-hmm. already. It's like you can't take that away from me. It's like yeah. you're gonna have to do better. No, yeah. Yeah.
1: Is that like your next, I mean, do you feel like you need to be signed or are you good? Right
2: um, now? I feel like I'm definitely at a point where I want to expand. I know I need management because I'm tired. Okay, I was about to ask I you need, if you had a manager. I need somebody that's going to be out there, you know, fishing for these opportunities or creating them for me because I only know but so much, you know, mm-hmm. and I need somebody that knows how to maneuver in that area so that I can focus on what I need to focus on, and that's the music, the most important part, you mm-hmm. know, because without the music, without even my mental health being okay, nothing else is going to work out. So definitely I want to look into managing, you know, and just expanding and building the team. If if a, a deal comes along with it, then if it makes sense, um, yeah. yeah.
0: Then that is scary, right,
2: I guess, to pick, like, a oh, manager? Yes. It's super scary. It's like... Like having trauma from like a relationship, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, you know, being signed to an independent label years ago. You know, I don't regret it because I learned so much, like about the business and how to move. But it is traumatizing because it's like, uh, like learning how to trust again, and this is trusting mm-hmm. somebody with my everything. life. Yeah. yeah, like music is everything to me. Yeah, so.
1: that's the only label you were signed to. Yeah. Okay that's crazy and then i was telling her how like i feel like your music has changed like over time because the ao smiley era like i feel like you were doing more rap rap mm-hmm. and then now you're doing like more like singing rap and then now you're like rapping spanish and shit too so like how do you feel like your artist development has like progressed over over the years and stuff
2: oh i'm in love with it i'm in love with my growth you know um I feel like just humans overall, we never stop growing. We're always experiencing new things, and I think we should embrace that. Um, I started off as a rapper. I was rap, 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 you -hmm. know, which was great, but it got to a point where I want to experiment. And this was around the time where I was leaving the label that I was signed to, and when I met my producer, Mark Henry, who produces for me now and he's done like a whole bunch of stuff for like Fab or uh, little Kim Fat Joe like a whole bunch of artists so he has a lot of experiences you know and he came into my life and he wanted to help um shape me and develop me as an artist he was like I want you to start doing melodies and stuff and at first i was like i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i gave it a shot you know and there's a huge difference between beat makers and producers you know yeah. like He definitely takes the time to get to know you as a person um, and builds off of that. And it's it's crazy because it's like the same way I write out my emotions on lyrics. He almost writes out emotions on beats like it's Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty cool. Mm But no, shout out to Mark Henry because he definitely helped um develop my sound and and made me an incredible artist now, an incredible writer. You know, I'm at a point where I'm really pushing my pen and mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to do songwriting too, so it's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's wild. So, taking it back to like childhood, like did where was like music always like in your life or yeah. did Yeah.
2: You- yeah, since <clears throat> since I can remember, music was always something that I loved doing. It was just naturally in me. Um, I started off writing poems, you know, just be in my bedroom writing poems, and then poems eventually turned into songs. Um, Full House was one of my favorite shows growing up, and yeah. mm-hmm. Uncle Jesse was the musician, and yeah. so, like, on the few of the episodes, mm-hmm. he would be explaining what part of the song was the bridge, or the hook, or the verse, and so I just paid attention to that without even meaning to and i would just go to my room and i'll be like oh this is the verse this is the bridge the hook and i would just do it like even with my neighbors i would make my neighbors like be a part of a band with me (laughs) like i'll be like you're doing this you're doing that this is what we're performing and i'll be outside like passing out flyers to strangers my mom would be getting mad at me because i'm talking to strangers and i'm like we're gonna be performing at this block party (laughs) (laughs) wait are you an only child no, I have an older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're the last, you're the baby. Yeah. Was, I mean, I feel security. like the middle child now because I have a dog,
0: but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. matter. They, they matter. They <laughs> do. They really do. Yeah, that's wild. Man. But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was gonna say, so you being the only girl and the baby, mm. how did your parents feel about you
2: like taking oh, yeah. this leap? Like honestly, at first You know, they were concerned because when you think of hip-hop and rap music, you think of men, sex, the drugs, and all these. Yeah, Yeah. like, and so they were concerned. But for me, I was always, like, very determined. If it was something that I wanted, I'm going to go get it, and I'm going to show you that I can do this. Mm -hmm. And so, and I remember telling my mom, Um, cause I used to do like YouTube freestyles and one of them went viral because Logic, when he lived back home in Maryland, um, he reposted it, uh, and it went viral and I was blown away. And I remember writing down a list, like in the next year, I'm going to be known across the U.S. i S I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be making videos and making moves. And that's exactly what happened. So when my mom saw that, she was like, this could actually work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just been sticking to it ever since. So. Damn, that's crazy. Cause your parents are Hispanic, right? Yeah, they're Peruvian. Are oh really? Yeah,
0: they're born over there or here. They
2: were born over there. Yeah, because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I know that a lot of like parents have like. I guess mainly because you're a girl, you know? Oh, yeah. And then no. you're like the baby, so I feel like... Yeah. What
2: about your dad? My dad actually is very, very supportive. Like, really, extremely supportive. He loves it. Of course, That's he has good. His, He used to have his concerns, you know, when I would have to, like, travel or, or come back super late, you know? Mm-hmm. He would be very concerned and stuff, but... He will never show it to me. He'll talk his shit to my mom like nothing better happened to her. And then when I come in the house, how did it go? Was it amazing? (laughs) Like I love my dad. Nah, he's a huge supporter. Yeah. That's so funny because that reminds me of his dad.
0: Your dad. With who? Cause me, um Cause I'm very close to his parents, you know. So his dad, like, I mean, when I we got together, I was like 15, right? Mm-hmm. So he pretty much like saw me grow too. And they didn't, yeah. they don't have a daughter, so mm-hmm. I remember whenever I would go out, I think it'll be like, oh, be careful. But I think his mom would tell me like, oh, you know he doesn't like that y'all go out and that, you know, if you go by yourself, it, it was more of a thing once we got married that he was like, she shouldn't be going out by herself. But I mean, to me, it was like, I'm going out with my friends, you know? Right. And yeah. they even know my friends too, but I think he never told me, you know, he, told, he would tell yeah. his mom and she would yeah. tell me <laughs> Yeah. But 100%. that's funny though, like,
2: I mean, but I'm glad that, you know, you had a good support system. Like, Yeah, for sure. For sure. That definitely helps. And, you know, of course, like, we've had our ups and downs over the years or disagreements on certain things because, again, like, they don't really know too much about yeah. hip-hop or, or rap or just even the music scene, period. So this is their first time seeing it, you know? So sometimes it can be, like, a lot of pressure on my shoulders, but it's cool. What about your brother? My brother's super supportive. He's he's very overprotective. Very, very really? overprotective. Yes. Like, he texts me every single night. You okay? Be careful. Like, Aww. every single night. <laughs> like, I hope our son's <laughs> like that if we ever have a daughter.
0: <laughs> I know, he better be like that. <laughs> I guess it just depends how you're raised, right? Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all um, grew up definitely. really close together?
2: Yeah. You, you know, I grew up... Um, I feel like I grew up around, like, a lot of men. So um, oh, okay. I grew up with my brother, and he was always, like, into sports and wrestling and video games. And our neighbors, um, they were guys, too. They had, like, the girls, the sisters and stuff. But the guys would always make us play sports, like, play football outside, mm-hmm. skateboard. Yeah. I was skateboarding <laughs> at one point in life. I was like, I'm with the skater boy. <laughs> like, it was just the whole vibe. But nah, no, nah, for sure. We are close. Yeah, That's crazy.
1: Who were who some of the artists that you were, like, looking up to, like... From home.
2: From home? You mean yeah. like artists from DC? Yeah, I guess
1: that? cause like you know how we have our hometown heroes, mm. like being bumby and Slim Thug and all them. Like who was them over there?
2: Well, as far as the D M V, you know, our music market isn't the biggest. Okay. But what I can say when I did first start um coming out into the scene and start to do shows and, and rap, there were a few artists that I did look up to um I don't think you guys would like know them because they're very like, you know, DMV based. But at the time it was this rapper named Authentic, um, Raw the MC. He was She was pretty dope too. But it was just when I first started coming out, out into the scene and seeing this stuff. Oh, and Logic. Logic was like a huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. He was like a mentor to me. But it was just crazy, you know, because the only other time that I've ever seen anything like this was like on TV. You know, mm-hmm. we don't really see much of performances we don't really see much of like hip-hop artists rising from this area and uh especially in like the latino community we don't really have a lot growing up um the only one that i could say was gordo brega shout out gordo brega from mwa and he was like the pioneer of spanglish trap you know and that was, like, amazing to me. Um, But definitely Logic. He definitely taught me a lot of things, gave me a lot of pointers, you know, especially after uh one of my YouTube freestyles went viral. Mm-hmm. You know, he always told me, like, take your time. Like, figure out what you want to do. Write your songs. Fuck everything. Fuck what everybody says. Like, we're all on your time, you know. Make sure that it's right. And I... I paid attention to that and I would go to his shows and I would just see the way that he would engage with the audience and yeah. I never really went to a lot of concerts growing up either so when I would go to his concert I was going like like it was an experience you know he made you feel a part of something and when you're young you you're, you're learning to find yourself like who am I you know yeah. mm-hmm. when you hit that 18 year old age it's like oh I'm an adult now but it's like you're experiencing so many emotions so many things and you know just to be able to watch somebody on stage be a hundred percent confident in who they are and what their purpose is it was just super inspiring and I looked at it and it was like I want to do that. Like I can do that. And yeah. I did it ever since.
1: Down. So you act, You you had conversations with Logic and stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. It's crazy. I fuck with Logic, man. Because no, uh, it yeah, because I feel like him. I, I found him on YouTube. That's when I first like heard of him and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but man, he's been he blew up as a as an artist. Yeah, like, crazy.
2: Very smart. Very um, uh, <clears throat> very very focused. You know, he was always about music. He didn't chill, he didn't hang out. It was very music, 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 and that rubbed off on me so much. Like I've always been like focused on my music and it's gotten to a point where I've realized maybe I need to take breaks, you know, mm. because being an artist, especially independent, you go through so many experiences and being a female and it's a male-dominated industry. It's so much that you go through that. It affected me in so many ways that I wasn't even processing it because I was on some I need to get it done. I need to get it done. I need to get it done, but then at one point like it just all comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm definitely learning now that I need to take breaks. So,
0: that's good cuz I yeah. mean, you do need to uh put yourself first like mm-hmm. mentally, physically, you know.
2: Absolutely. Cuz
0: sometimes I feel like um the whole you need to let your body rest people don't take it serious they
2: don't you know i mean
0: i don't take it serious sometimes too you know like Mm -hmm. i'm like up at three in the morning doing whatever the Mm -hmm. hell i'm doing and i want to go to the gym at five not having my body well rested you know yeah but i mean it's very important like to do that you know because he he would do that too like he would burn himself out yeah and it's Mm -hmm. just like i would be like oh babe you know whatever take a break and he's like no i gotta work i gotta work i gotta Mm -hmm. work and i'm just like
2: I guess, I mean, you're providing. (laughs) So I feel like that also is a. Like, it's just, it's within our culture, you know? I I seen my parents, like, bust their ass so much, and sometimes it felt like I didn't even see them growing up so much because they were always at work or, you know? Even coming home from from work, like, they had, like, my mom, she was still going to school, so it's like she was busy doing her homework, and then she became a teacher, so she was doing lesson plans. She was always on her feet, and, you know, she was cooking for us and making sure that we were good and it's just she never stopped working like ever i think i've only seen her like cry probably once growing up and it's just it says a lot because it's like wow like we really don't take breaks and we need to
1: yeah i need i need to do that shit too (laughs) yeah definitely No, uh, I
2: think
0: uh, he does pretty good, you know, because since I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm with my son, like, all day long, you know, mm-hmm. but my son asks for him a lot, you know, mm-hmm. so he'll go in there and ask him, like, he'll plan his video game time or his game time, like, play time with him, That's right? Good. Like, and yeah. I'll tell him, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. like, he's planning this, so much." make sure you you yeah. <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, he's like, um, he's like, Papi, uh, uh, I have an idea, and I'm like, what's your idea? And he's like, video games, and I'm like, all right. And we're playing video games, right? And then I think like 10 minutes passed. And then he's like, I have an idea outside. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. And then after (laughs) playing outside, he wants to fight. Like, he wants to play fight with me and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, they have a lot of energy. energy.
0: Kids do have a lot of energy. Today, he was like, I want to go outside. I'm like, dude, it's super hot. Which I take him outside literally every day, you Mm. know. But today, I was just feeling super tired. I was just like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm tired. And then he's like, I have to work. And I'm like, all right, I'll take him outside. And I was outside and he was just playing by himself. Sometimes I'm just like... Damn, you need a sibling. It's just in his
1: blood, man. He's a summer baby. Yeah, he's a summer baby.
0: Yeah. mm -hmm. So So. it's like he's full of energy and it's just like I'm out there and I'm just like I'm usually like working out or doing. He'll tell me, mommy, exercise me lo play. I'm just like, Okay. (laughs) But kids do
2: have a lot of energy. Yeah.
1: So what made you come to Houston? Like you're here right now for work.
2: Mm hmm. yeah definitely um i was out shooting some videos doing a couple features and stuff in the studio with um with G Love, I, we recently cut something and that's pretty dope. Same with Crystal Poppin, we got some stuff coming. Yeah, shout out KP. Very excited for that. Um, And yeah, just been shooting videos. I've been doing a couple of performances as well. I was recently a judge for Queen of the South. Shout out Big Boss Entertainment, and that was pretty dope because the whole lineup was a bunch of female rappers like competing for Queen of the South, and it was just beautiful to see. You know, very very beautiful to see how talented and how much they demand respect when they get on the stage and, and I love to see it. It, it. it definitely makes me happy. I feel like Latinas in the rap game were definitely on the come up and I feel like the time is now. So
0: I think that's it's so crazy because I feel like, like like Latinos are doing so much right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we're, like, getting the attention, right? Oh, yeah. Like, with everything, right? Like, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of Latina small businesses. uh, Yeah. You know, everything is just, like, and I'm glad that a lot of people, like, we're stepping up. Because I would tell Roland, like, you know, with the whole, like, Black Lives Matter, you know, I was like, it's so crazy because they do defend, you know, like, black people defend themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're like, they see somebody, you know, but I feel like, like, Hispanics, like, we are like, ah, whatever, Mm-hmm. just get over it like you know but yeah, now i feel you. like it's like <laughs> it's a thing where now we're like okay we're like la latinos you know Da-da-da-da. yeah like, we're definitely becoming, becoming a, a lot more supportive
2: yeah. and a lot more together no i definitely see that it i just feel like it's a whole evolution overall you know um just even the like bad bunny like he's a, a great example to yeah. see how much he's expanded <laughs> you know onto <laughs> 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 huge back bad bunny fan but he's just expanded so much and i feel like little by little you know we put the right people in the right places and it will like help the rest of us they're definitely paving yeah. the way so no yeah for sure yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: damn you know i think bad bunny is like the ultimate artist yeah honestly
2: it's amazing it's pretty amazing
1: because like i was in a like how important is appearance as an artist to you Like, your actual physical appearance, what you wear, like, what you look like?
2: How I feel, feel I don't care. But I know it's important. You know, it's a part of identity. I see it as art, you know. Um, Even in being, like, if a person is an introvert, there's so much beauty to that. And there's so many ways that you can express that in a way where it attracts the masses. And I think... You know, we just need the right kind of um, people in those positions to help bring it out of us, you know, because a lot of the time we don't really know what we're good at or we don't really know what we're missing until it's given to us. So, yeah, Yeah.
1: like I feel like um, artists who don't care about appearance is what makes them like more look like an artist, like Mm. because you're not like following that 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 cookie cutter fashion stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's how i feel about about bad bunny mm-hmm. so it's like a lot of people might look at bad bunny like he's like this fashion icon and stuff it's just i see it more as like he just doesn't care what he's wearing and right. that's what, and then like so people when, are
0: when he said with the whole red carpet right
1: yeah like i don't know if you saw that, that. <laughs> they asked him like oh how do you feel about uh oh shit that's already 25 minutes they asked him um how do you feel about being on the red carpet you know whatever and he's just like I'm just walking on a red carpet, like it's exactly. you know, it's like yeah.
2: exactly, exact. I think overall, <clears throat> it just comes down to you have to stand for something, yeah. Whatever it is, you stand for it and you believe it a hundred percent, and that's all that matters.
1: Yeah, crazy.
2: Well, if you want, <clears throat> let's go on a quick break
0: and we'll come back. Yes, sir. And we are back with some more stuff, right?
1: Yes, sir. All right. So I want to ask you. How is the support? Is Houston the only place you come to? Like
2: No. I mean, I've been to Fort Worth. Uh, I was living out of Fort Worth for a few months, not okay. too long ago. I've been out there. Um, I've been in Austin. I think that's about it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So how would you say that the support for your music differs from home to Houston?
2: It's entirely different. A- <laughs> entirely different. <laughs> I mean... But I feel like, because everybody says, like, man, it's like that everywhere. Wherever you go, you're going to have the same kind of hate or whatever, you know. But I do get a lot more love from strangers than I do yeah. from people that I know. And, you know, I could sit here and, and say the reason as to why I think, but honestly, I don't really know why.
1: I think that's across <laughs> every industry, though. Yeah. every Everything, pretty mm-hmm. much, you know. Because, like, even for the podcast, like, I feel like, family and stuff and friends do watch it but yeah. it's the mostly the comments come from like the people that we don't know yeah or people that we barely know that's yeah. when that they're like oh shit like they're cool you know i like the <laughs> shit or whatever um yeah and just, honestly
0: you being a girl it's probably a little bit harder mm-hmm. which i mean because we were just talking about that earlier right yeah because <laughs> you said that your brother was like oh why can't guys be supported? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i think that obviously because i'm a girl right because i started my brand in january mm-hmm. and i told him i'm scared you know because i feel like uh, honestly i really didn't even care but in the back of my mind yeah. i think i was like kind of worried that what if i didn't get the support but i did get support from like girls that i didn't even talk to or like they follow me and i'm just like oh shit like it's mm-hmm. it's working you know yeah but i do feel like it's just the vibe that you give off like no if you yeah, give off that sure. bitchy vibe like yeah i don't care if you support me i mean uh, like at the end of the day i you know i don't but i'm grateful for it right you know yeah but um
1: yeah you're you're not gonna beg for support you're not gonna be like exactly. oh you know please please like play my music type shit or yeah, whatever no. you know it's just yeah.
0: mm-hmm. but it is strangers
2: i think that do support the yeah.
0: most yeah like they,
2: that. I, I feel like they do um <clears throat> just appreciate it a little bit more. You know, I feel like sometimes the people that are close to us, they're kind of already used to us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, they don't feel like they they need to go out their way to support or to show love or it could be that, it could be the whole, you know, they they want to see you doing good but never better than them. Yeah. You okay. know, but yeah. Or they probably have like this image of like
0: you know a view, and they they don't want to change it because now you you're, you're popping and you're yeah. like. Or I feel a like what
1: I feel like what happens a lot is like, they'll be like they'll they'll see you or they grow up with you and then now you do music and they're like oh like now nah, now nah, she's a rapper or
3: yeah you know shit like that and like
2: that's so sad too because it's like we could really be the next best thing you know yeah. but it's just yeah people just be looking down on up and coming yeah. artists and it's it's really sad because. I'm actually really good. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, yeah. now nah, your music is crazy. It's it's pretty dope. Thank um, you. so how how was it linking up with like uh Crystal Poppin'? Or that how'd y'all dope. meet or what?
2: I met her a year ago. Um, so I was booked for this show, Shadow Smooth Vega. He had booked me for Centro Popular last year out in Fort Worth, Texas, and we were both on the lineup and I was going to hit up Houston first because I love Houston. I have people out here. And he told me that she was going to be in Houston for, like, a couple of shows and stuff. And he told me, like, y'all should link. So he linked us. And she was just super sweet, just off the bat, like, very, very nice. And that was new for me, you know, especially when it comes to female rappers. I'm not, you know, back home, there's not a lot of us. Mm-hmm. But when there is, like, everybody's very standoffish. It's a know? competition. Yeah. Yeah. But with her, it was just—it was all love, and, and it was very beautiful to see, to be a part of it, to have those kind of conversations with her, and for us to be on the same page too, and you know because we go through a lot of this like the same Similar things, stuff. yeah. Um, but nah, it was really dope. We linked up there, and then um, yeah, we performed at the festival, and then a couple of days ago, I went over to his studio, and we were just vibing and talking and just yeah. having a really good time, so.
1: that's dope that's dope
2: yeah because you said you wanted to get her right
1: yeah yeah i'm trying to get her um i talked to her manager too it's the Uh junior um but yeah hopefully we get her on here soon and shit like i know they'd be busy and shit and working and shit um so do you have any like projects or anything coming out or not
2: i have a lot of music coming out so i recently dropped an ep called talk to you later Mm -hmm. it dropped this past march and it's doing really really well Um, but I am planning on dropping a few singles coming top of the summer. So got some singles, got some features too that I'm very (laughs) excited about, but yeah. And how does that
0: work? Like, um, like as like a artist, like how do
2: you get your money? Like, is it based off plays or? Yeah. So a lot of it is definitely off of streaming services. I stream pretty well, but I'm also... Now, getting paid as a content creator for TikTok and IG. So that's pretty okay. cool. But luckily enough, I started songwriting a few years ago, thanks to my producer, Mark Henry. So I've been doing like a lot of songwriting, and that's been helping a whole lot, like a whole lot.
1: Monetary wise? Yeah. Or-
2: yeah. Like, so it <clears throat> normally for me, it's been like a fee and publishing. Okay. So, and I'm trying to work my way to getting a pub deal, and that oh, okay. will definitely change the game. Mm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: So, how do you get uh, inspiration for, like, music writing and all that?
2: Life. Just life. You know, I I really don't know how to write about things that I've never experienced. Okay, I was going
1: to ask you that. Like, do you have to experience certain things to be able to write?
2: Pretty much. In order for it to, like, resonate. Not just with me, but to, like, the audience as well. Like, I just, I don't know how to fake the funk. Like, I really can't. So.
1: Okay, that's another good question, because... How do you feel about when people, like, fake it till they make it, type?
2: I feel like to each their own. Whatever floats their boat, that's on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be over here, you know, writing real (laughs) shit, writing what I experience and things like that. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I would rather create things that have longevity. And I truly believe that... um, when you speak your truth and you live your purpose, I feel like that will last a whole lot longer than anything that isn't real. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you have anything to say? Because I was going to bring something else up.
2: No, I was going to say because it's
0: funny because she's like, uh, "To each of their own, <laughs> but I'm over here. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I I had talked about that on my, on my Instagram not too long ago. And I had, like, mixed... Um, what's it called like replies or whatever yeah some people were like for it and some people were against it and then like somebody i used to work for this screen printing shop and uh she was talking about um she told me you know i think fake it till you make it is like a thing because when they started there there's not like here in houston they're a big shop now mm-hmm. uh but when i worked with them like they weren't that big they were just starting out but at the time she was talking about like yo, we're the best screen printer in Houston. We're the best. uh, We got all these machines and we have the best quality, all this stuff. And she's like, and we didn't, you know? At the time, we didn't, but now we do. So it's like, it kind of like made people believe in them so they got the work and they were able to build their business off of that. And now they can live up to that, you know? So,
2: I mean, okay, so when I was signed to a label, they did teach me the whole smoke and mirror effect, right? And... I can understand it. I do think that you should always carry yourself as the best. Like, you should. You, if you believe it, that's what it is. And it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. But, <laughs> now, nah, overall, like, you generally have to, like, what I like to call it is magnify the truth. Right? Like, I am who I am, but let's magnify it. And the way that we can do these kinds of things is through, through visuals, yeah. through um, pictures, through different things like that. You know, it's just it's all about perception. And sometimes perception is reality, you know. And in the end, it's technically like you're not lying, you know. You're just magnifying the truth. And I feel like that's okay. So
0: no. Yeah, I think it's different. Right. Whenever like you said it, like um, if you think you're the best then yeah, show that. Right. Like show your best or whatever. But to an extent, I think like don't come off like
2: don't do the most. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, oh, I got a Ferrari. Like, you know, (laughs) I think that's just I'll let you know it's rented. Like, I don't care (laughs) because my thing is like I want to grow with my fan base. You know, I don't want to come off perfect i I'm not like I'm far from it. So I'll let you know. And I, and I, I said it on like, um, my song way to go from the TTYL project, but I said it in my song. Like, you know, like I'm not afraid to admit that I flight coach. Like I'm not out here first class. Like I'll get the cheapest flight because I'm out here making moves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it's like, you have to make smart look cool. You have to make, um, being hungry and dedicated look cool. Cause yeah. everybody wants to focus on the reward, the glitz and the glam what's on the other side but it's like yeah. there is so much beauty on the way up yeah you know what i'm okay. saying. showing growth is, yeah yes. yeah
1: think. that's i feel like that's how we um work like us mm-hmm. like yeah we show we everything with, we like to true. show like mm-hmm. man our whole house is like a, a like a whole studio you know that's what i mean like beautiful. her office is in the kit we like to say <laughs> this shit a lot her office is in the kitchen i have a room whatever um we have that's the podcast
2: there yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh
1: not like this podcast. Like I feel like people think it's a big studio or whatever. It's not. just a small as But room, that's what, what I'm know, saying. Like. Yeah. Perception. Yeah,
2: it's the mm-hmm. perception of it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because it's like you guys are creating quality content and you guys yeah. are being smart about it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's very important. Y'all should be super proud of yourselves because this Thank is you. beautiful.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No, yeah, you know, because with <clears throat> I've always seen like because Roland has superior and like um, I've like I've helped him like with it and then I was like, oh, just do your thing you know whatever but then i started my brand and i feel like with i say girls because it's like it's more of a girl brand mm-hmm. i feel like it's you know more girl stuff so it's like it's called ai mass so then i always tell the, the girls and i told Ron like i'm like super straight up my first drop the tags were like the blanks tags you Mm -hmm. know and then my second drop it was like vinyl and then my second drop my third drop it had like a screen print like Mm -hmm. um you know but i would tell the girls i'm like oh my god this drop is delayed like i really want to get these tags on there i think transparency of the growth is is what people love to see you know because it makes you look like umilde like yeah so it's like yeah definitely it's refreshing no. and i think that is becoming a thing now mm-hmm. you know the transparency mm-hmm. i feel like before it wasn't a thing like i think before it was yeah. like they just they just saw you pop it and they're like oh shit like i want yeah. that yeah. not knowing
2: how you got there like how you, you got know, there yeah. how you're feeling in that moment you could be super sad like posting a picture on ig but smiling yeah <laughs> like, you <laughs> you're never like really depressed <laughs> yeah <100%. laughs>
0: that's funny going
1: back to um what were we talking about but that i was gonna bring it up because do you ever have like songs that you want to like drop okay it's about it's about like what'd you call it you called it something i forgot what you called it but it's like do you ever have a song or it's like ready to go and stuff but then you're like ah, it's not like it's not my best work like so you kind of like put it away and then you drop For something later. else yeah because I feel like I do that with uh with everything. my brand so oh, okay with everything but I'm gonna use my brand as a as a, an example so it's like <clears throat> my brand doesn't have a lot of followers and nothing you know it has its customers but not a lot of followers but I'll come up with designs and it was I started my brand back in 2015 and then like I would come up with a design and I'd be like man it's a fire-ass design right and then I'd be like man but I only got like hundred followers at the time, and I'm like, I only have a hundred followers. It's it's too badass of a design to drop now. So then mm. I'll be like, it's not it's time yet, you know. Mm. So I kind of like put it away, and then I drop a simple design, mm. and then it doesn't do as well. Mm-hmm. So now I'm to the point where it took me, it literally took me like seven years to realize that if I do not drop like my my good designs, my grade A designs. My my brand's never gonna grow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to always drop your best and yeah. then the next time, like, do better. Do better. I do think better. it
0: goes back to what you said <clears throat> I think you called it like uh the mirror or something. Smoke effect. and mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Or
2: what is um, what was that? Well what is that? Smoke and mirror is basically like like an illusion of something, like like kinda of the whole fake it till you make it mm. um theory. But I see what you're saying as far as that, you know, definitely as an artist of any kind, you have to take those risks. Yeah. But you also have to believe in yourself that you could do that times 10. Yeah. Don't ever sell yourself short, ever. And whatever it is that you do, drop your hottest shit. Stop planning. Like, life happens when you're too busy making plans. Like, yeah. that's a real ass thing, you know. And believe that you could do it again and better you have to believe in
1: yourself and then i like to use for this specific uh what i'm talking about i like to use bad bunny Mm. i like to use bad bunny as an example like he doesn't he's not he's not the person that's gonna say like oh i'm gonna drop the hottest album whatever whatever right but we look at it like that so he drops his first album whatever and everybody's like oh shit like this is because he was dropping singles and singles and then it's an album and you're like oh shit he's about to drop like some crazy shit he drops it everybody's like going crazy. Then the next album he says, "Oh, this is this is better than my last shit." You know? And he drops it everybody goes crazy. And then the next one he's like, "All right, this is my best yes. shit." So you're always saying like, "Oh, this is my best. This is my best." And then I okay. feel like you have to have that energy, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's a brand. And it took me a long time to realize that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't know if like you've ever had moments like that where you're just like, "Man, this song's too big." for now you know like all
2: the time all the time i've definitely had those moments so many times if if anything um the project that i recently dropped i wasn't gonna drop it i was gonna hold off i was gonna create new music and you know drop that first and then i was gonna drop that you Mm -hmm. know but then i had a long talk with my producer and he was like these are really great songs and you need to let the people hear them Mm -hmm. and so i was like all right, maybe you're right and honestly it was the best decision because the project is doing so so well on Spotify and Apple Music combined and even TikTok, you know, there were songs on there that to me I didn't consider singles. Like, but to them, that's their favorite song and I'm just like, really, I would have never thought, but yeah. that's how you learn by just trying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For your albums or for your projects, like do you have to how how much attention to detail do you like? i guess like put towards your album like do you know like okay i want this song here i want this song or do you just like randomly select
2: i'm I'm super super detailed i'm a pisces so i'm very emotional and I'm moody as fuck (laughs) so (laughs) when it comes to my music and how i you know do the track listing from beginning to end it has to flow like you know i know nowadays a lot of people don't appreciate albums as much as we used to but I do, and for those that actually appreciate it, I want them to experience the the project from beginning to end. You know, I wanted to make sense sonically. You know, and my producers the same way, and when I made that project, it was right before I was gonna move to Texas, and so he was like, "All right, you need to have some Texas elements." And we sampled like drinking my cup, Kirkko. I think we had some Webby in there too. Like we were just like sampling a whole bunch of things just to help with that transition with what I was going on with what was going on in my life at that time yeah so I'm that's super important to me
0: it's so yeah. crazy that you say that because I think I'm one of the the people that don't appreciate the album <laughs> I didn't even that. know that it had like a flow like yeah <laughs> I never thought about it like that until right now that you're saying and I'm just like yeah I'm trying to think of an album and I'm just like
1: I think Kendrick's album is the one that like has a story but it was like backwards I think or some shit like that like Mm. yeah from like the start of it i think it's good kid mad city i think the start of it is the end of the album and then like the first Mm. the last song is like the beginning so you have to listen to it like backwards yeah or some shit like that
0: i guess yeah because i didn't like i didn't even think i honestly thought like oh they're just like just (laughs) randomly yeah Yeah. like that's. i always know like
1: oh number three is like always like the hot one and shit like Yes. I feel like it's yes. always yes. like the number, the yeah. second or third one. It's like the the hits right now.
0: Yeah, cause the Bad Bunny <clears throat> album, I played. Like it is it the, is like the the second the, or the third. The merengue song, before. the one that
3: yeah, yeah that's <laughs> number yeah. two. <laughs> that one, <laughs> threw <know>. me off.
0: <laughs> I like the the party one too. The that one. I like yeah. a lot of his songs. I mean, honestly, I listen to like literally anything and everything. Especially it's yeah. more when I'm working out. You know, when I'm oh, working out, it's yeah, just yeah. like. When I'm playing, like either side. Have
1: you, have you made any reggaeton. reggaeton music?
2: I have a couple that are out right now. I think I have La Situacion and Todo de Mi. Um, but I do have like a bunch stacked. Um, oh, shit. And a lot of those two were um, ones that I've been shopping because I've been doing some songwriting for a few Latin artists. So, okay. Yeah. yeah so,
1: who are, who are a few um, producers that you would like to work with?
2: Producers? huh, you're going to get me in trouble. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, she keeps name dropping her producer. I'm very I'm very loyal to my sound and stuff. You know, I like to see us as like what 40 is to Drake or what Dr. Oh, Dre okay, was. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I we're definitely you. trying to build that sound. But honestly, I would really love to work with 40. I think he's a phenomenal producer. Um, Pharrell as well. Pharrell's pretty cool. Um who else uh, I I want to meet Rick Rubin I definitely want to have him executive produce my project I think he's pretty amazing so do you yeah.
0: have somebody that you like definitely like always think of when you look up like somebody that you look up to that you, just comes to mind
2: what do you mean as a girl like, like, like a, an artist like an artist always comes to mind um yeah I would say Selena and Left Eye from TLC mm. yeah
1: i like the way she raps man
2: Oh, left eye yeah left eye Me like too. And the, her
1: voice i don't know something that like mm-hmm. and it had to do with like the times like oh, the definitely. way she was rapping and shit like mm-hmm. i don't know and mm-hmm. she was dope man all right yeah
2: P. i love her i love her
1: she's hard um and i was gonna ask you too, uh from a from a graphic designer standpoint because i work with a lot of artists right mm-hmm. i don't know have we had another rapper on here artists
0: mm-hmm.
1: no right we just had like producers and stuff
0: like no i'm looking oh. up there because i'm just like <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we had everybody on here
0: like but, a oh i mean thing. no it's
1: just B- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ser- all my victims yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: mean we have chingo bling but he's not
1: like, oh yeah but chingo bling yeah. was talking about more of like his comedy and stuff we did yeah. we did hit on his uh his artistry and stuff um okay so okay 'Cause whenever I get like an artist, like whenever I work with them and stuff and they, they hit me up for like artwork or whatever, um, it's always, always last minute. <laughs> always. So I'm like, how how important is like that part of your your like if you're getting ready to drop an album, if you're getting ready to drop something, like how important is the artwork to you? Honestly.
2: Very important actually. Um, especially because <laughs> the distribution that I use I would have to submit like four or something weeks in advance. So that I can get the proper playlisting push and things like that. Um, so having, you know, because when I'm making music, you know, there needs to be that respect there where I need time to create. But graphic designers are also artists, you know, and they need their time to create, you know. Like, I I know for me, I go through the motions when I make my songs and my producers as well. So it's like for my graphic artists, like, I like to give her enough time to feel it, you know, to feel mm-hmm. the music and to get inspired and to let her creative juices flow. You know, I like to give her that time to um, actually create the artwork. But there have been some times where I've been a little last minute with it, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm guilty. Because sometimes, sometimes <laughs> things change. Like oh, yeah. I'll say, okay, this is the next one. And then we'll have conversations and I'm just like, fuck we gotta change the single so it's yeah. like all right mm-hmm. sorry but we need this one done like within no, yeah. the next week so i've it's done just, you know
1: i've done some artwork for you too
2: oh really yeah i we think did? uh i forgot what <laughs>
1: i don't even remember if it was like a last minute thing or what i know we we had gone uh, back and forth with it um uh, but i forgot what if it was for a single if it was for a drop it didn't make it though i know that
0: why you say right. that
1: it didn't make it. Uh, I think you ended exactly. up going with some, something else.
0: Yeah, I think... Didn't you say I It had exactly like a
1: watercolor what? effect to it or something like that. Uh,
0: but you had to submit, right? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I forgot. It was it was a while ago, though. I think that's when I got your number at the time. Uh-huh. The Anna Marie era. You know? Right, yeah. Um, Ron's
0: bringing it up because he's hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. <laughs> no,
1: honestly, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. And, and that's what I was going to talk about because um, I work with another artist and... But, but I talked to her and then her manager, you know, um, oh, you know her, uh, you know of her, it's, uh, Noemi, she's a Puerto Rican <gasps> artist, yeah.
2: Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's hard, she's amazing. She's amazing. Hard. So, she's amazing. yeah,
1: shout out Noemi, shout out Stephanie, uh, yes. so, like, with Stephanie, like, she kind of has, like, taught me a lot about the music industry, That's beautiful. you know, and, um her her manager and then so she'll tell me she's like you know a lot of the times because I've complained to her about like artwork and stuff like that towards artists <clears throat> and I'm like you know like I, I don't like when when people want like last minute shit and they're always like pushing like hey oh well, I need it like tomorrow like you know and I'm just like dude like I I have a, I have a life you know like I'm fucking yeah. I have a kid I have whatever you know and she's like she's like no I get it you know but at the same time it's not them it's just the music industry is like that you know it's just like mm. You have If you're going to work in the music industry, you have to know that a lot of shit is last minute, not only for designers, but for artists, for anybody. You know, how many times have I seen, like, Drake submit a song, like, right before the album drops or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, a a lot of shit is last minute, so. Very,
2: very last minute. Yeah. It's
1: a very grimy, grimy uh, industry. Yeah. She don't don't like when I say grimy.
0: I hate that word. It sounds so ugly. Like, it's grimy. It sounds, like, dirty. Like, it's...
1: It's not dirty. I don't mean dirty. <laughs>
0: that's but. the 25?
1: Yeah, that's the 25.
0: I guess we can go on break. Yes, before sir. Before we get into yeah. another conversation, right? Yeah. We'll be back. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we are back, guys. Uh, we had a little long break over here, right?
1: Yes, sir. Talking about Did you have, stuff.
0: like, another question that you wanted to knock out?
1: I did. Um, I wanted to talk about... Because we were just talking about, like, the slang shit, right? So... How no right how, I mean. how different is the slang? Oh, like,
2: it's yeah. different, but I love the slang here. So one that I've been hearing heavy is for shit show.
1: Damn, I don't even say that, though.
2: I don't say that. For shit show. Yeah. Now I'm talking
0: about, like, that's no, a thing. No, no. oh, that but one, yeah, no, I know. I say that a lot of people. Uh, it's so funny, because that one, people say, um, like, if they say that, it's because they're lying, right?
1: What do you mean? Like, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because I saw it in a movie. I think it was Kevin Hart
1: i don't know i when don't know. the guy I, was
0: like uh uh it was the kevin hart movie where he's like think like a man have you you haven't seen uh, that's because
1: that's like a rom-com type shit i don't Aww. watch that
0: show, i watch that She's
1: like, you want to watch it with me
0: Heart, Heart to that my son is my date to all my movies i oh, know that's right but yeah <laughs> <and shit. laughs> yeah well maybe not maybe obviously it was obviously in the movie but maybe not like in real life but yeah for sure that's something
1: that what i'm talking that about you yeah. Say, yeah. but it's
0: also
2: just the <clears throat> accent like, the accent is do so Do we really different. have, like, an accent? Yes. Like, I don't have, us?
1: We don't have an accent. We, I don't do we?
2: feel like we do. Slightly.
1: Slightly. I don't know. Like, more of, like, Latino accent or, yeah, like, hear, the Houston accent? I feel
2: accent. like, no, from you guys, I've heard more Latino accent, okay. for sure. Because like, I don't
1: talk the way a lot of other people talk. Yeah, like, you know how they be like, like
2: you
1: know what I'm talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, like, that. like, it's I, more like, I don't know, country.
2: Don't know. It's
1: yeah, it's more cool, country though. shit. It's really
0: cool, like, hearing yeah. it. It's so funny because my cousins, I have cousins in Chicago. What it do? I say, man, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. You know, do y'all say that? Yeah, we say you tripping. Okay, because they say you're tweaking. Tweaking? Yeah, we say we say tripping, tweaking, bugging. Yeah. Okay, I guess because me down here it's more like, damn, you're tripping, right? Are hey, you tripping? I don't bro. think yeah. tweaking. Whenever they're like. <laughs> Tripping, it was my, my one of my girl cuz she's like tripping, and I'm like, Yeah, you're tripping because I was up there and she
2: was like, No, it's tweaking, it's and
0: I am just like,
2: Yeah, I've heard tweaking, tweaking is heavy. Yeah,
0: what is something that you say down here that people look at you weird for, or you don't have nothing?
2: Um, well, you know, I mean, one, I guess my accent stands out a lot here, but also, I'm just a very unique individual. So, I have, like, these phrases that I say that everybody's, like, um, catching on to and using. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a couple. One of them is, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is, relax. Everybody's using that. And then, cut it out. And then, um, that's crazy. Like, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I say, that's crazy, but not the way you're saying yeah. it. I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Instead <laughs> of, that's
1: crazy, I feel like I say, that's wild.
2: Like, man,
0: uh, yeah, cause we'll be talking, wild, and then I'm just like, "Damn, that's crazy." And he takes it more like I'm not paying attention to what the hell he's isn't saying. isn't that a thing
1: though? Like, like you're just like, "Damn, that's crazy, bro." Like, yeah, I'm
0: just like, "Damn, <laughs> that's crazy." That's crazy. No, all right, you're not like, paying attention. All right, that's so wild. And he's like, "What did I just say?" And I mm. tell him what he. She <laughs> gives
1: me like the bullet points, and all that. I'm like, I'm nah, just like bro, "You right.
0: just said this, this, and that," and he'll be like, "He'll be talking," and he'll be like damn i just lost the what is it like the train of thought, train of thought. Mm-hmm. yeah and i'm just like oh you were saying this you were saying this i'm paying yeah, attention I'm like, I'm like all right uh-huh. all
1: right you're cool, get cool. pass the test because i'll be <laughs> tricking you though
0: yeah yes he <laughs> yes. does that's toxic that's toxic to me yeah he'll be yeah. like we'll be having a four last conversation but you know why he does it because my son is literally like the whole time we're having a conversation my son is low-key toxic he is because he doesn't like us talking toxico oh wow. yeah he's like literally like in the middle or like he's like mommy 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 and so like i look at him knowing that literally we're
1: like we'll 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 be like watching him like he'll be doing something we're just watching we're like watch he's gonna he's gonna start interrupting watch and then we'll be like hey babe you know Da da, da. And he's like he turns around he's like mommy mommy uh da, da. and then uh, i'm just like oh my uh. god you weren't even talking to us bro like <laughs>
0: Yeah. Suddenly decides to start talking But I tell shit. him, I was like, if I have to pay attention to you or him, obviously I have to mm. turn and look at him, you know, but
2: yeah. do you, yeah. are you in a relationship? Mm-hmm. You don't have to answer. Oh, no, I'm single as it gets. Oh. <laughs> I'm very much <laughs> single. <laughs> I was in a very bad relationship a few months ago. Um, it was a, it was an abusive relationship. Um and can, you, can
1: you lower the mic a little bit? That way. Sorry. Just a little bit.
2: Yeah, so... Oh shit! Sorry. Alarm! Alarm! Hello. Yeah. Hello. There you go. There. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> there you go. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship with somebody um last year for a few months, and uh, it was it was very abusive, and it got abusive very quickly too. Um, and that was also a reason why I had moved back to DC. So.
1: Okay, so this was like a public thing, right? Like you talked mm-hmm. about it a lot on your mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So. What's, like, the message behind everything? Like, is there something you want to, like...
2: Yeah, you know, so I've released a song called Don't Forget to Mention. And it's basically a song talking about my experience um, in being in something like that. And it was very, very hard for me to do. It was probably one of the most transparent, vulnerable songs that I've ever written and released out to the public. And we shot a video to it and everything. Shout out Super P. And um, in the video, it was... We we redid like a, one of the nights that I experienced out there and stuff. But, you know, when I came back, I was very to myself. I isolated myself from everybody. I didn't even know if I was going to continue doing music, you know, but little by little, I started sharing my story on IG and TikTok and the amount of people that, you know, could relate. It really shocked me to see how many of us go through domestic violence. And it's such a common thing. And it really broke my heart because, wow, there's so many of us suffering in silence. Like nobody's really like talking on these kind of um, situations and stuff. And I could say that for myself, you know, when I was going through it, nobody knew. My family didn't know, my friends didn't know, my you know, my uh, business partners didn't know either. And I felt like I couldn't tell anybody and I was just always in survival mode. And so with dropping, don't forget to mention and dropping that video, for me, it was just very much so to help others, you know, to see that situations like this aren't okay. because when you're in these kind of relationships, you're almost taught that this is normal, that this is love, that you stay with a person that's abusive because you love them and you believe in their potential But in reality, that's not okay. You're hurting yourself, you know? Um, So it was definitely to inform others, but to also reassure them that they're not alone and they're not crazy, you know? Because I definitely felt that way too. And, you know, when I was going through it, um, I got recommended to watch this show on Netflix called Made. I saw that. Yeah. And so I didn't know what it was about, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch it. And it was literally about a young girl. She had a daughter with this guy, and her, her man became abusive. And it shows the whole process of her leaving that and going through the courts and all these things. And watching that made me feel less alone. And to be honest, like that's what helped give me the strength to leave because I think it was like a week after watching that, That's that's when I left. And so to see how that affected me, I was like, I hope that my song and my video can help somebody out there, you know, that may not be talking to anybody about their situation. But when they see it and they hear it, they know this is not OK. If she could leave, I could leave, too. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: It's good that you used your, like, platform.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: that. Yeah. Something, I mean, obviously it was horrible that you experienced that, you know. But it's good that you use that for, like, a good yeah in a way you know what i mean no
2: (laughs) definitely and it was hard because you know it, it can be embarrassing you know like i have a lot of fans i have a lot of supporters and a lot of people know me and who i am and they've always known me to be this boss latina nothing can faze me but it's like in reality sometimes it'd be the strongest ones the ones that look you know the strongest or like they're doing fine when they're the ones that are actually going through something and you know, I think it's very important for me to showcase that, to use my platform and let y'all know I'm human, too. You know, like. The same way I am helping others and healing them through my music, they're helping me as well. You yeah. know, so
1: is that why people don't speak out like because of embarrassment or what?
2: I think that definitely plays um, a huge role, but also in going through something like that, it's almost oh. like you want to forget yeah. about it like you want to kind of just pretend like it never happened mm-hmm. you know but or maybe it's i mean you know i think
0: i've been blessed enough not to be in a situation like that but do you think it's maybe
2: because they're trying to protect the other person because they have love for them oh definitely that could definitely play a part too you know um because i was like that for the longest i was uh even when i was going through it like I could have said something, but I didn't to protect. Like, I would lie for this person. People would suspect, and I would lie. I would be like, oh, no, da-da-da-da. It was me. Like, I'm the crazy one. Like, I would pretend, you know? And even after, even until this day, like, I'm not out here trying to bash nobody or, like, anything like that because... The same way that I'm a victim of domestic violence, maybe that person was a victim of childhood trauma or some kind of mental illness. So it's not really my place to be out here, you know, judging you or whatever. I just know that that's not okay and that's not where I need to be. And overall, I think the most important thing is, like, this is my story. This is our story. And we need to stop being involved in situations like this and start these kind of conversations so that these things happen less and less. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn, yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, and just for the people that that are watching, I mean, any kind of abuse is an abuse. Oh, yeah. Either That goes from verbal. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I
1: don't know. I feel like... Obviously, you don't talk to this person, right? No. So, I feel like, uh, you know how, like, you... Well, I guess, like, you try to protect the person. You don't want to make them look bad or or talk for them or whatever the fuck... uh, <clears throat> but I feel like... Because we were just talking about... It, I forgot what we are talking about. Um, How when you tell a story about a person at a certain point of your life... Oh, like yeah. And they seem bad at that time. But like right. let's say now they're they're good or whatever. You're scared to tell that story of that time of your life. Because you don't want to make them look bad to people. Yeah. But but I told her Especially last... Especially
0: if you're on okay terms with them. Okay, let's say you, you
1: were on okay terms. Let's just say. And some you know you get a chance to like publicize what happened or whatever and you're just like which you have but like let's say it's like an autobiography or something and you want to talk about it and then but now they're they're like they've changed and they're good people and you're just like damn i don't want to make them look bad you know people are gonna read this millions of people are gonna read this like but it's like there's you can't change that like at that time they were bad at right. that time they harmed you or or they yeah. were bad in and at that point of your life That's so true. it's like I told her like people should be able to tell their story and not worry about how people are going to view them because that was that happened. You know what I mean? You can't like act like that should never happen or whatever. Like you did
0: like live through it. Because I mean, because you'll tell me I'm very open about like my whole childhood and like shit that I've dealt with, you know, and I didn't have like the best relationship with my mom but now i do yeah you know right uh, i mean it's like fucking great now and but i mean don't get me wrong when i was young it was so bad like right. you know but i think i'm very open about that and i tell him i'm like i don't think people we are gonna come at my mom like on facebook and I right. like, damn you know? obviously we're yeah. not li- like we're not we don't have the following where that can happen but it's like at that time my mom you know we weren't okay What she was doing wasn't okay. But we're okay now, you know? But, I mean, I'm still going to, like,
2: shed a light to the yeah abuse or emotional stuff that did happen, you know? Yeah, and honestly, I think we need to start normalizing accountability. That's the only way that we can grow as people. But to also show the youth, like, yeah, maybe you might do some fucked up shit. But, like, if you're able to own up to it and be aware and do something about it, like, get help, like, that's what it's about, you know what I'm saying, so, again, like, I don't, for me, with what I'm doing, it's never to bash anybody, you know, all I could do is pray for that person, pray that it doesn't happen again, and hope for the best, you know, um, in moving forward with their life, but it's, like, taking accountability is a big thing, because it shows growth, and that's what we want at the end of the day, and we want to be able to inspire our youth, because, they got to learn, too, you know, and it's yeah. better for them to learn through our experiences versus having to go through that as yeah. well. So, yeah, especially
0: I mean, you don't have you don't have kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like now that we have our son, it does play a big part on us, like talking to him and like mm-hmm. showing him. Right. But of course, we can only do so much, exactly. you know, um, like it's just you never want your kid to be the bully or yeah you know honestly
1: yeah. i feel like having a kid like unlocked a whole new like world of fear i'm not gonna lie oh I believe. like it. you're just worried about yourself growing up but once you have your kid you start seeing all these things about like bullying and yeah. like yeah. not him like mm-hmm. kids not being able to make friends and mm-hmm. stuff and you're just like fuck like you just start worrying about yeah, shit. you know like,
0: our son like the teacher will send videos and um our son is, like, always by himself. Like, he has his little friends. But he's very, like, if I don't know you, I'm not going to talk to you. Right. You know, he's like that. Which, to me, I'm okay with him doing that, you know? And, uh but sometimes, like, they send videos and I'm just like, oh, pobrecito. Mm-hmm. Like, he's by himself. But he, he'll he come home and talk to me about his friends, you know? But I know he ha- he's the oldest boy in my mm-hmm. family and on his, on his side, too. Like, Wait. the oldest boy, right? So then on my on my side of the family since he's the oldest boy and he has more boy cousins i seen how my son can be mean to his little cousin you know what i mean and i tell him i'm just like i don't want him to be that kid but he doesn't know that he's being that kid yeah because my my nephew literally loves my son Mm. and he's like mila like he is so happy but my son is too focused on playing with his sister, yeah. you know, because he's she's older than him, that he don't pay attention sometimes t- to the little one, you know, mm. and the little one just like walks away, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, we just have to do a good job at like using, like I said, like you're using your platform to mm-hmm. like share awareness, and that's like really really good, and yeah, yeah, just. The knowledge needs to be put out there. Absolutely, like sure. the experiences, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to end this on a good note. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let them know like where they can find you and where to or stream your music and projects. stuff. Like,
2: yeah. So I mean, you could follow me everywhere. At animes. It's Anna with Two Ends MVZE. I have a lot of great things coming out. Um, I have a couple of singles dropping midsummer. Um, Also, you know, I'm from D.C., so I have to go back. But, you know, I'm coming back to Texas. Going to be moving around a little bit. I might have something very special June 10th. And I'm very excited to share, but I can't speak
0: on it just yet. (laughs) And this is dropping June 6th. So if you're watching this, hopefully everything works out, like, you know, how you're saying. So, Follow her on Instagram so y'all can, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah, everything's going to be in the
1: description and everything. Yeah, for sure.
0: Where can they find you on Instagram? You Mm -hmm. already said it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Maze with a V. Yeah, Anna with
0: two N's and VZE. (laughs) But All right. thank you for joining us you know yeah it was cool having you for real like it was yeah. good to know um, know you like on a personal level oh, now definitely. you know like thank yeah
1: you. yeah because i've been following you for a long time it's a so it's like yeah. for us to be here right now is like it's pretty dope you know what yeah I mean? so, well um, thank
0: y'all for watching don't forget to subscribe um i haven't checked this you know the little percentage with the people subscribed. oh i don't or not know subscribe. i don't know but don't forget to subscribe uh Description bit like in the description is gonna have her Instagram, our Instagrams go ahead and follow, like, and
1: um just anything. do all that shit. Y'all know what to do, man. Everybody knows yeah. what to do, shit. <laughs> but that's it. Alright, thank y'all for Peace watching.
0: Out. Bye.